This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I gotta, I gotta get out of here as soon as, as, soon as we're done with this, because I got lots of stuff going on What's today. That? What? What is that mean? What are you, what are you doing? You have a... A hot air balloon you're going up in. You can only do it in yes, early morning. And I will hour. be doing drugs on it and partying. Really? Yes, with really? Hunter Biden. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it's a big hot, hot air balloon party with Hunter <laughs> Biden today for me. <laughs> and the captain, uh-huh. if you can call him that, is a hooker. <laughs> yeah. A Russian hooker. Yes. Yeah. So, and his name is one uh, Please don't shoot down any balloons. <laughs> no, please uh, do. If I'm actually <laughs> up there doing that, please shoot it down immediately. <laughs> Today's a great podcast you don't want to miss. Brought to you by Relief Factor. Going about your daily life when you're living with pain sucks. It's a lot easier when you don't have pain. But you know that. I know the feeling. I dealt with severe pain for years. I never found the right way to get rid of it. I I mean, it was horrible. And I wasn't enjoying my life. I wasn't painting. That is, that's something that gives me so much joy and clears my mind. My hands were in so much pain, I couldn't hold a paintbrush. Well, Relief Factor. I found it. My wife convinced me to take it because I'm like, it reduces inflammation. That's meaningless. I take ibuprofen. This is not ibuprofen. You want to get out of pain. 70% of the people who try this go on to take uh, uh, more month after month because it works for them. It does for me. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Here's the podcast. meetings in 21 and 22 powerful leaders from government finance media business all who support the world economic forums plan for a great reset of capitalism launched a new call to action titled the great narrative the great narrative campaign seeks to use the decay of traditional values throughout the west and uh, new and future advancements in technology, including the areas of artificial intelligence, automation, the metaverse, robotics, and more, to seize control of economies and societies in North America and Europe. They, they will impact your life all over the planet. Uh, it is going to change the definition of free will, freedom, and even what it means to be a human. According to the leaders of the Great Reset, the great narrative movement, by the year 2030, your world will be fundamentally transformed, and you're going to be happy about it. This is the topic of the next book in the Great Reset series. It's coming out in July. Be the first to uh, order it. You can do it now, Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. Glenn Beck with Justin Haskins, Dark Future, uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase. And I'm proud to say that Bill Gates somehow or another is on the cover, too. That's a 
nice addition. Congratulations, Glenn. You you have the number one book in America in the category of fascism. So you, you've beat out Mein Kampf. Congratulations. Wow, thank you. You've done it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, they're going to use that against you. Glenn Beck, best-selling fascist author. <laughs> uh, but uh, what is, uh, what's uh, fascinating is you are now, you also now have the number one book in America on Amazon when you search for Dark Future, which is the title of your book, which has not been the case until right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Now, when you search for the title of your book, it actually shows up. So, it's really? congratulations. Wow. That is great. Yeah, that's uh, that's that wonderful. Great. Okay. So, uh, grab your copy now. Uh, make sure you get a copy. Uh, you can order it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you buy your uh, books. Okay. Let's, let's go through a couple of other things. Just read this story. Um, asteroid the size of 22 tuna fly closer to Earth than the moon. Now, I don't know what the hell's happening, but I've never measured things by the size of tuna. I don't know. Tuna could be the size of a car, size of a suitcase. I don't know the size of tuna. I have no idea. I've never, I've never had to go out and hunt my own tuna, you no. know, and gut and clean it and then go, hey, who wants tuna fish sandwiches? I mean, we, it, we just have to hope that it's not a Costco, you know, economy size can of tuna. Right. That that could That's, blow up the yeah. entire world. I mean, we I mean, I was just starting to get down with the measuring of asteroids by the size of camels. Remember that? Came <laughs> yeah, out that was weeks. weird, too. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm telling you, aliens have taken over and they're like, uh, yeah, it's about the size of 22 t- tuna. That's what they say, right? That's what the humans, they measure by tuna? No, I thought it was camels. What the hell? <laughs> it's tuna or camels. Yeah, okay. We know that. Those are the two competing systems, like right. English and metric. You got tuna and camels. That's the only way people understand things. I mean, if you said three Mustangs, I would go, okay, we're not talking about horses. I don't think. We're talking about cars, right? Couldn't you just say three cars? Yes, you could. Yeah, yes, you three could. Three cars would make sense. Yes, you could. How many tuna is this thing? 22. 22 tuna. 22 tuna. <laughs> There's got to be something yeah, that's 22 times the size it's, of a tuna it's like, that would be better to summarize this. It's like Noah's Ark. You know? Cubits. How big is a cubit? I don't know. Compare <laughs> it to a tuna. How many tunas does a ship need to be? Anyway, uh, did you see the Ford Mustang and Chevy Camaro? Dead. As of January 2024. Going to be electric. So the last really? ones are coming off the line uh this year it'll be the 2024 but the last one off the line is january 2024 which i hate and the have you seen the uh srt demon yeah challenger the it's is it yeah the yeah the dodge challenger demon, demon. srt yeah there's like five names there but man oh, that thing's let impressive me, let me just let me just say if you happen to be in the car business and you have a uh, you know, uh, a lot coming in, a Dodge Challenger SRT Demon. I know a customer. <laughs> His name kind of sounds like Len Eck, uh, which is weird. Um, and for anybody who might, maybe my wife listening, I am not saying for me. I say you know someone. You, you, I know somebody who would like one of these and can't find one of these. And I'm just saying you should call 888-727-BCK so I could pass 
your information as a dealer on to this friend. That friend, yeah. Yeah. I think they don't go on sale until Monday. I think I think it's yeah, the twenty seventh. Uh, I mean, I've already I've I've called around and everybody's like, I mean, my friend is called around. You, what, oh, you called around for your friend? Yeah, oh. yeah. And he said he was calling around. Like, what? Well, me get on the phone? Maybe that'll you know sway some. No, no. Because uh-uh. they're only making three thousand of these things. Three thousand. One thousand twenty-five horsepower, I believe. Yeah. It's zero to sixty, not zero actually. Rolling start to sixty in one point six six seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy cow. It That's comes amazing. with a parachute. I mean, we how can we abandon this technology when we're just getting good just at it? pisses me off. Like, we're just, just nailing the combustion engine and having it do incredible things. We're like, oh, let's just bail completely. I know. Uh, it just, it drives me out of my mind. It really drives me out of my mind. Everybody, did you see that Ford uh, just lost $2 billion in 2022 uh, because of EVs? They're electric vehicles. That division lost two billion dollars. I mean, but I, I mean, that's you know. And it's by the way, there was a big story that I think might have been in the Times as well, um, talking about the effects on local economies because of the electric cars. You know, the, these com- these areas that have been built on parts manufacturing and all of this are just being destroyed and look i you know I'm, as, as a guy who likes innovation that is that is part of capitalism uh, it does happen when you have new technology but what usually is the reason for it is you have new superior technology technology that people are choosing and want and desire and therefore yeah. old, the older industry goes away that's not what's happening here no it's not like people are choosing like i gotta have an electric car some people are and they're great some of them are incredible cars but like I, you know, I really like the Tesla. I don't own a Tesla because it, it, it's impossible to uh, recharge if you're going on a long trip. And I like to drive cross country. So I'm not buying a Tesla. You know, you get something where it is, you know, I'm at able to point, go someplace yeah. and I can, you know, stop at a electric fueling station and it takes me, you know, 10 minutes to recharge it. I'm good. But no. I don't think the technology is. I also don't like the fact that, you know, you can burn up in your car. Um, but <laughs> That's but other than those two things, you know, I'm good with it. This is this is this is insane. We do not have the transmission lines to be able to deliver this kind of electricity. California leads the country in number of electric vehicles. You already have brownouts and blackouts. What are you crazy? Where are you going to get the electric, the electricity? Where is that coming? I mean, you're you already don't have enough. It's just, I mean, it, it makes absolutely no sense. You seem frustrated, almost as frustrated as I am trying to figure out what the average length of a tuna is. <laughs> Which is, I, I've been trying to do this entire time, and they range from, let's see, 4.6 feet to 9.8 feet. Uh, for an adult male, these are larger tuna, obviously. So we don't know if it's male or female. We don't know, but like, is it an albacore at 4.6 feet? Is it a Pacific bluefin tuna at 9.8 feet? That's incredibly important here. 
right? You're talking about no doubling we have the no size idea. of this asteroid. We have no idea if this asteroid is uh, blue Pacific blue albacore tuna or Pacific, Pacific bluefin, bluefin tuna. tuna. We have no idea what could possibly hit the earth today no idea the size of it it's 22 times that so that's a lot that's a lot, that's you're, a lot. i mean you're, you're is it 22 right. times four or 22 times three i just or hope it lands, times 10 if it hits earth i hope it lands on my house i mean and me in it not my family just me just take me out your family agrees yeah i know they do <laughs> but dodge Dodge dealers, they do not agree. <laughs> they don't make decisions they, for Len Eck. No, they, they don't. Oh, he's and a totally he different is, person. He wants one of these SRT demons like crazy. So you should call and I'll pass your number on to Len Eck. And, good dude, uh, that he Lenek. Is, he is a you good, know, good dude. dude. Good dude. Good dude. Keeping America running Keep by buying America. one of these ducks. <laughs> right. You know, because yeah. they may... They may not sell out. Would this be something? Now, this is something, a totally different conversation. I hate to bring it up here, but like, would this be something your wife would oppose if you wanted one? Uh, now, I know you don't, uh, but I'm saying if, yeah, if I wanted one, yeah. no, she would be. Are you kidding me? She'd kill me. That's why I don't want one. No, I know. I know. I know you don't want one. Yeah, but I would like a Dodge dealer that has access to one just to call because my friend might buy one. Probably pretty done deal on that one, mm. but he'd have to talk to his wife. But his wife is so cool. Anyway, eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Welcome to the Not you. Uh, <laughs> right. You can't design it from scratch, but that your friend Len right Len Eck could design it. Len Eck it. could yeah. do it. Vaughn in Oklahoma is on. You are uh, you're with a Dodge dealership. Yeah, that's right. I was oh. uh, I was calling to maybe get in touch with this friend of yours. Yeah, now uh, you'll have to be careful because his wife doesn't know about this. Okay, uh, we'll keep it between us. Yeah, keep it between. And any friend of uh, Len X's wife, you'll be dead to me if you tell his wife. You tell his wife about this. Why would he? Why would? Hmm? Why would you care? Uh, that I'm much just about a good Len? friend with him. Just a good friend, and oh, okay. just might you know he'll break it to his wife slowly. Um, anyway. Uh, He'll talk about how much money they're saving mm -hmm. by buying this. Oh, okay. You see, what, you see what? Right. Okay. Right. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So you you have some allocated. We do. We have two uh, allocated to our store. Okay. And uh, I think one of them uh, might have had a customer's name on it that rhymed with Len Eck. I don't know. Shut up. Well, I've heard this what? guy, this friend of yours, occasionally yeah. uh, misspells his name. And it looks like your name. It's yeah, but very only, that bastard only does it on contracts. You know oh, what I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, Vaughn, um, uh, we're going to get your phone number, and then my friend may call you later about That'd this. Be great. Uh, now he sounds like me, but don't be fooled. Okay, don't let him pull no. a prank on you like that. Absolutely, okay? no. Right. We'll we'll make sure that uh, that yeah. you properly identify this individual. So for. People that are are looking to buy one of these are. Um, do you get to design them, or are they just coming? No, they're just coming. They're, they're just coming. You no, know, they're 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 what's called the last call. It's the the last time they're going to make this engine. Right, but I mean, there's no there's no features that you can, you can upgrade, yeah. right? Can you do that? Not, not no, not at the moment. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Not because they're set. 
for a set amount. Uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, only 1,500 are coming to the, the U.S. 3,000, I think. I think it was 3,000 total. 3,000 right. total in the U.S., 300 in Canada, I think. 300 in Canada, yeah. right. Yeah. So, so they're coming as Dodge builds them. They're not, they're not customized. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay, well, he'll call you or somebody from his office because sometimes they get very busy in his office. He's uh, I don't know what he does, but uh, he's uh, well, so, you know, and if he's he happens to be, uh, you know, a short drive from Oklahoma City. I don't know that it's Dallas weird. He, I think he so. lives by Oklahoma City he, or yeah, or near yeah. Oklahoma or li- <laughs> right. Yeah. He lives right yeah. near Oklahoma City. Yeah, which I mean, is it, in it, Oklahoma. It was meant to be. Yeah, meant it to was. be. All right, Vaughn. We should get we should get Vaughn's information. Yeah. What, get, what, we should at least say what the dealership yeah, is. Yeah, what is your dealership? Case. What dealership? Bob Howard Dodge. Bob, Bob Howard, Howard Dodge, Dodge in Oklahoma City has one uh, <laughs> Challenger. Wow, has one been sold? Yeah, well, oh, apparently, X, I don't probably, know. Yeah, yeah the yeah, guy, yeah. he said it was already had a name on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you so much, Vaughn. Hang on. I want to make sure we have your, your information and we will. Uh, I'll have my friend reach out to you. So. You said yourself. Is anybody? Hmm? Does anybody have any advice on how to remain married when you have to tell your wife you want a challenger? Is has anybody done that successfully? Uh, love to hear from. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. So um, probably anybody who is my generation or or a little uh, younger, uh, their favorite movie is Ferris Bueller. And in (laughs) Ferris Bueller, there is this scene. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression <laughs> passed the... Anyone? Anyone? A tariff bill, the Hawley-Smoot Tariff Act, which... Anyone raised or lowered? Raised <laughs> tariffs in an effort to collect more revenue for the federal government. Did it work? Anyone? Anyone know the effects? It did not work, and the United States sank deeper into the Great Depression. Today, we have a similar debate over this. Anyone know what this is, class? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone seen this before? The Laffer Curve. Anyone know what this says? It says that at this point on the revenue curve, you will get exactly the same amount of revenue as at this point. This is very controversial. Does anyone know what Vice President Bush called this in 1980? Anyone? <laughs> Something D-O-O economics. Voodoo economics. Okay. Art Laffer, who the Laffer Let Curve <laughs> is named after. Welcome to the program. Hi, well, Art. Thank you. It's so good talking to you, Glenn. You're a hero of mine. <laughs> thank you. you. You are mine as well. So, Art, you are always the most optimistic guy because you have gone in to into countries that have collapsed and turned it around. So I know we can do it. I, I'd like to ask a couple of things. Um, what your what your feeling is with 
all of the pressures that are, I mean, we're shutting off energy. Um, we are on the verge of a war. I hope to God not. Um, we have a, a possible banking collapse in our horizon. I hope to God not. Uh, and inflation. So what is your outlook? And then what do we what are the most important things that we should do to encourage Congress and look for in the next president? Well, let me just say the things you listed there, we are in those troubles. We do have a banking crisis. We do have inflation. Uh, we do have a very muddled policy of the government. And there is a land war in Europe that is going on that's quite serious and is threatening. All those true. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be true going forward. I mean, just when we came in into office in January 20th, 1981, Glenn, uh, we had Jimmy Carter. We had four presidents, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, and Carter, mm -hmm. what I call the Four Stooges. <laughs> the largest assemblage of bipartisan ignorance ever on planet Earth. The economy had tumbled. The stock market had fallen from 1966 to 1982. The stock market fell by like 65% in real terms. So we were at, at the tail end of a really bad hurricane, but we could turn it around. And I think right now is the same way. I mean, I'm feeling very depressed about the policies that are going on, as you mentioned, and everyone knows all of them every day, all the time. Biden wants more taxes. His budget's $6.9 trillion. You have people flipping you off all around the world. It's a, it is a bad picture, but I went, right now I feel that this is the time for a cataclysmic change in U.S. policies and gives us the opportunity to really change the face of the earth all for the better. And I think the election of 2024 portends to be a really good election for truth, beauty, and the American way. That's me talking. Right. Now, the Republicans are right now as much a problem as are the Democrats. Hmm. Don't think of this in Republican-Democrat terms. Think of this in pro-growth, pro-freedom, tax cut, controlled spending, sound money. Think of it in those terms, not in terms of parties. And I, I think we can do it, Ben. I mean, Glenn. So, so um, uh, that's, that's, friend. My, yeah. that's my friend is trying to buy a car and his wife doesn't know about it. No, I was um, thinking of Ben Stein. <laughs> okay. that, video, that, right. that, that clip. Uh, so that's all right. So, um, by the way, have you talked to Ben recently? He's such I have. a great guy. I, I talked to him about, about six months ago. I yeah. spent a lot of time with him yeah. and he wasn't doing well at the time. Oh, he was no. Oh, if you talk to him, say hi to him for me, will you? I sure will. Um, He's a great guy. Great guy. Such a yep. great guy. Um, all right. So, Art. Can we just take this apart here for just a second? Have you seen, and, and I'm not talking about what we can do, because I do believe if we unleash the ingenuity of the American people, really free them, and then, you know, stop all this insanity, um, we can rescue our country. I agree with that. Um, but have you ever seen us in this kind of situation historically where we seem to have all of the decks stacked against the republic. Yeah, I, I think, in, if, you know, when I mentioned 1980, before 80, I think it was all stacked against us. It was really depressing, Glenn. I know you were really young then, maybe not even born yet. No, I was. But, <laughs> but the, world was, the world was really grisly. Mm -hmm. It was dark. It was grim. But uh, we, I was didn't have the, belief. we didn't That's have the debt that we have now we don't we didn't have the oh there are differences they're true but we also didn't have the tax rates then that we have now our tax rate now highest income tax rates 37 percent back then it was 70 percent glenn 
Uh, you know, we had uh, uh, in 19, uh, 1976, now that's just a little bit before, every single state in the United States except Nevada had a death tax. Every single one. Today, 33 states have gotten rid of their death taxes. So there are lots of things. I mean, pollution. I come from Cleveland, Ohio. Lake Erie, back then when I was a kid, you, to prove that you were the Christ, you wouldn't have to walk on the water. Hell, anyone could do that. <laughs> you know, we had smog in L.A. We had, well, yeah. I like, 25 the three-stage smog alerts. And then, you know, we were facing a horrible enemy at that time in 1980. Mm-hmm. You know, Russia wasn't a joke back then like it is now. I mean, so, you know, I think these times we all tend to think of our own time as being the worst ever, but it's just as bad back then. And partisanship was horrible post Nixon. I don't know if you remember, Democrats hated Republicans like mad. They wanted to kill every Republican. It was just like it is now. I mean, there wasn't a civil libertarian. There wasn't a, a, a libertarian, a probe private person in the place that wasn't pilloried by the lefties. Mm. And that's the same thing now. Crime was horrendously high back then. Well, I, I'm, I'm not, don't mean to be lecturing at you, but these are very bad times today, but bad times lead to great changes in public policy. Do and you, if you look at the long picture, we're winning. We're not losing. The conservatives in this world are winning big time. Do you um, see, and you don't have to name, but do you see one or more politicians that could actually be a Reagan and pull this off? I see tons of them who could be. You know, the potential here in these people, there are some really qualified people. Uh, they, have, they have flaws and stuff like that, but they move. I want to see people who can read and can learn from their own mistakes and other people's mistakes to do a better job, not a right. doctrinal locked in the mud, you know, type of people. Uh, Reagan learned a lot when he was governor. He was the biggest tax increaser ever. He passed all the anti-abortion statutes in the state of California. He chaired the Equal Rights Amendment. He was a union leader. It called nationwide strikes. And Reagan became the best president because he learned. But I see people like DeSantis. I see people like Cruz. I see people even Trump. I see people all over the place that have the potential of being a great president. And as a Democrat, let, let me just put you, there's a guy who's governor of Colorado named Jared Polis who is doing an amazing job. He did not do a lockdown in in Colorado. He did not. He was right along with the Republican governors. He wants to get rid of the income tax there. He's cut property taxes. You know, he shipped uh, groups of illegal immigrants to Chicago and New York. I mean, there are people all around who have the potential of being great. So, Art, um, when you look at what's happening with the Federal Reserve, uh, I mean, when you were with Reagan... Interest rates were 18 or 19 percent, if I remember right. Yeah, 21 and a half percent when we took office on January 20th. There you go. 21. <laughs> 21 would. Don't miss the half. I know. 21 and a half. <laughs> you, you are, that would kill everything in America today. How, how, when you look at the Fed and they were saying, oh, this is transitory, and now it's not, and you've got the banking crisis that's, that's just underlying everything right now. And they still raise the rates that should tell you they're freaking out now about inflation. Is that true or not? Well, I I think there's a difference today than there was then. And let me do the one today. The Fed has made huge mistakes of keeping interest rates at zero percent for a long, 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 long time. And banks have developed uh, their portfolio strategies, all their actions based upon zero interest rates. So now once they've made the mistake of thinking the world is zero interest, 
and they've got those portfolios, there's no way we can adjust back to market rates without having grave uh, ramifications in the banking system and other financial institutions as well. So how do we, so st- how do we the sooner correct we get that? out of the business of controlling interest rates, the better off we'll be. So that's free markets uh, should do that, not not some Jay Powell whose credentials are nothing like Volcker's or Greenspan or McChesney Martin's. I mean, these people are not the competent gravitas people of the past. You now have the Central Bank of uh, Switzerland uh, guaranteeing uh, uh, Credit Suisse. Uh, Germany Central Bank said, you know, if there's problems with Deutsche Bank, um, and so everybody is doing this. Yeah, how do you reverse that? Yeah, I know it's tough once you once you're in the soup. It's it's like and this is an example of if I remember correctly, you told me once that you were an alcoholic and you got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know it's going cold turkey. Mm. You know you got to stop drinking. What is and it when you have a state running monetary system, which it should not be there? When you have a state running every tax, every government spending, just stop already. You know. Two people stand in there, Glenn. One's been a lifelong smoker and the other one's never had a cigarette. And you ask them both to not smoke for the next three months. For the guy who's never had a cigarette, that's fine. Let's go. I'm fine with that. The guy who's a three-pack-a-day smoker, oh, my God, it's the end of the We have allowed ourselves to be addicted to socialist economic policies over the last 20-plus years. And it's, it's wreaking havoc on the U.S. How do we get back to free markets? And I know of only one way of getting back to free markets is doing it right now. The Fed's balance sheet is almost $9 trillion. I know. I, know. I mean, we have a budget proposed of $6.9 trillion. We have a national debt of 125% of GDP. All of these things, Glenn, need to be stopped. Now, how do you stop it? You know, you stop it by going cold turkey. Now, when we got in, we went a little cold turkey with you. If you remember 1981, 82, 83, it wasn't the prettiest period. No, it wasn't. But tell me how you liked the story and the ending of that story. I did. Wasn't it beautiful? You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. It's amazing. Um, the corruption is just startling to me. It is so clear and so obvious, and no one uh, is really talking about it. it. It's just all about politics. Uh, Bill O'Reilly joins us. Bill, the the U.S. attorney nominee uh, that Joe Biden just put up is um, is a guy who was in the District of Pennsylvania, and while the Delaware's U.S. Attorney's Office uh, was uh, investigating. Um, this healthcare company, um, he was the guy who was was working on that case. Well, that case and the defrauding of the healthcare company, th- the guy who was accused of defrauding it is Jim Biden, and uh, he had been interviewed by this by this lawyer several times. Now, the last person that he nominated was. Uh, let's see, a Chung, a Cindy Chung. She was confirmed to the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, Chung, whom President Biden had nominated for the federal appellate court, had been overseeing the criminal investigation into the bankrupt healthcare business AmeriCorps, a business Jim Biden allegedly siphoned hundreds of thousands of dollars from uh, to finance repairs for his beach house. I mean, what is going on there? Two attorneys? Well, we need... We need Elliot Ness, 
um, to come on in, don't we? Boy, we do. You know, look, I don't think at this point, for people listening to the Glenn Beck radio program, and you've got my uh, corgi uh, all upset now. I'm sorry. Uh, Didn't mean to mention Jim Biden. We all know about Jim Biden, okay? (laughs) Holly apparently did not know about Jim Biden. Yeah, it's a shock when you hear it. Yeah, and so she's really upset. But anyway, does anybody, and I'm asking this seriously, not think the Biden administration is corrupt at this point in history? Is there anybody who doesn't think so besides Joy Behar? I mean, it, it's so. And but then the frustration comes back, and then people write to you. They write to me. Well, what can we do about it? And the answer is nothing, because 80 million Americans voted for Joe Biden. And you know, you get what you pay for when you go to the store. And you get who you vote for. So my congressman is George Santos. I voted for George Santos. All right. I, I mean, I didn't know. I, I, you know, how many people research Congress people's background? Right. I never met him. I, he, but he's my congressman, and I voted for him because the guy he ran against was a far left loon, right. Zimmerman. Right. Okay. So I got, you know, I really don't want a far left loon representing me. Right. So I vote for George Santos, who who turns out to be Dracula. I mean, (laughs) so what can I do about it? I I can mock him on the radio and television, which I do, but votes are votes. So yesterday, uh, AP poll comes out. Joe Biden's approval rating is at 38%. Now, I don't know anybody among those 38. Do you know anybody who... I don't. Okay. I I know people who hate Trump, still hate him. Yeah. And still won't repudiate their Biden vote because they hate Trump so much. Correct. I know people like that. I do. But I don't know anyone who goes, I want that Joe Biden to run again. I'm doing him a little Muhammad Ali. Oh, Joe Biden to run again. Okay? (laughs) He's the greatest. Right. Uh, You know, so... We all know. The country knows. But here's the key question. Will the country learn? And I'm sorry, but I don't think so. We're just too poisoned with ideology, too emotional now. We don't step back and really understand that you have to vote competency. You know, when I had my supper with, uh, with Trump last week, last Tuesday, um, number one, he paid for supper, and, and, and it was good at Mar-a-Lago. There's good food there. Uh, can, I, may, I, I, may I ask, are, are yeah. you a hobbit? What, what is the difference between dinner and supper? Uh, supper is for working class people. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Dinner <laughs> is for uh, Okay. All right. Okay. Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> two hours. It was tr- just Trump and me out on a little patio, you know, and all that. And I went over, some of us on the record, some of us off the record, but I went over some, un, some questions that I needed to know about how he did what he did. That was what the O'Reilly Trump history tour was all yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and now we got an update with Putin and she and the cartels. Yeah, and Look, you may hate Donald Trump with, you know, a passion, but he has a grasp of the issues. That's the bottom line. He understands.
understands the dynamic. He understands economics. He understands foreign affairs. He knows who the players are. And he governed, in my opinion, in a responsible manner. Now, once he starts on the road to, uh, you know, ranking out. Remember ranking out when you were a kid? I'm going to rank you out by insulting you. Then it all just goes crazy. But by just as an administrator and trying to get the country in a strong position, Trump succeeded. But you'll never get that from the corporate media or the people who hate him. So never. if he I mean, he's, you know, running again, if he gets the nomination and he probably will. Yeah, I think so. Too. This all will help him. Yes. All of this crazy stuff will help. him. He's not a person anymore. He's a he's a symbol. I really, I mean, he's a symbol of, I want to fight back. Uh, you know, he's, yes. a, he's, he's, he's almost been adopted as people's uh, proxy in some way. Every time he's hit, they feel the hit that they've taken. And so, very good. Very good, right? Jack. So, very, very good. So, it's a transferal of yes, emotion. Yes. So Trump is going to be in Texas tomorrow. Uh, he's given a speech in Texas. Yep. And I can guarantee you that there will be so much emotion in that speech, not on the part of Trump, and you know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, just today he called Alvin Bragg a demented psychopath or something <laughs> like that, you know, in his usual, very casual way. Um, so you know Trump will give the red meat speech. But if you look at the crowd that goes there tomorrow in Texas to see him, they have emotion invested in the man. Yes. Yes, they do. So let me ask you two things. One, if he gets the nomination, do you think he can gain anyone who wasn't on his side last time? Yes, because it's the grocery store vote. Okay. So the independents who don't necessarily hate him, but are not approving of his demeanor, they got to go to the grocery store. Okay? And this is getting worse and worse and worse. So he'll get a portion of those votes. And then depending on who he picks as vice president, and I hope it's DeSantis, even though now they're slinging mud at each other again. And I did talk to him about that. And I told him flat out, I was cutting my Dover soul. I looked up and I said, you want to get back in that Oval Office? You got to put DeSantis on the two. He's got to move up to Georgia, rent a little condo, and you guys have got to run together. He did not push back on that back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, that. That would be a way to get the the ticket through. That's um, right. And he wants to be president. That's your best shot. Mm. Okay. If you put Carrie Lake on the second, you'll lose. Yeah. Mm. You think he knows that? I'm not sure because he goes in and out. When he's with me, the reality zone descends. But at one in the morning, I'm not sure the reality zone is there. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, it, is there anything that uh, is is bad enough to open this lead up 
Uh, yes, yes. If the recession kicks in, you've already seen Amazon and Apple and Meta and all these people laying people off, big, big time layoffs. And you see that, unfortunately, and I say that sincerely, at Fox. Hmm. You're going to see layoffs now. And that can lead to a recession. So this time next year, and we'll, we'll have four or five primaries already under our belt, it's coming up fast. If the country goes into recession, there's even more pain at the grocery store than Trump gains. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again. Okay, Beck, thanks for thanks. having me. And I want you to join you and Stu, Team Normal, on BillOReilly.com. I'm sending you gear this week. Oh, nice. And you'll have it. And uh, Team Normal is what we're doing right now. Okay. And I guess as part of BillOReilly.com, you're getting these insights of private meetings with Donald Trump uh, all the time. I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. That, and you're a genius, Stu. I just want you to let you know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Bill. Bill O'Reilly from Bill O'Reilly. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Dot com. Na, 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 na.